Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. I appreciate you spending today with us because if you're listening live, today is Christmas. I saw on the calendar that Christmas and New Year's were both going to be on our Tuesday morning launch time and I had to just do a live. I had to come on and do a specific show just all about you, about Christmas, about celebrating Christmas with you. Because I appreciate you and I want to give you some gifts of a newer and improved and a better you. Um, I really believe in you. And I hope as you're listening, you really believe in you too. But if you don't, I'm going to encourage you through the course of this episode to just borrow my belief in you, believe that it's real, and just accept it. For the next little bit that we're together, I want you to just acknowledge that you're amazing. I want you to accept how valuable, how worthwhile, how incredible you are. Um, more than any other gift I can give you, if you can spend even just this little time really focused on just how wonderful you are. I think a lot of times, you know, life gets busy. There's lots of reasons, but a lot of times it's just the busyness. We, we miss, we miss out, if you even will, on who we are. And I don't mean that in a braggadocious sort of way. In fact, and I've said it before on the show, true humility is a right perspective of yourself. Nobody's good at everything. You know, we all have our strengths and our weaknesses. Every single person does. Uh, my dad used to use the phrase, there was only one perfect person that lived, and they crucified him. So that might not be something you want to strive for. Um, and that's okay to have our faults, but to also have our strengths. I think a lot of us have become experts at maximizing our deficiencies. We're so acutely aware of all the things that we're not good at that we miss seeing all of the stuff that we are amazing at. We look in the mirror, we don't see our positive features. We see that one thing about us that want to change. Um, I know a lot of our listeners are females, and I think life has taught you to, uh, you know, to become experts at finding fault in yourself. Now, when you're with your friend, when you're with your best friend, and she's going through something, 
you can see in her so much greatness. But at the same time that you are encouraging her, you're telling her how amazing she is, how great she is. You have this little voice going on on your side. Because let's face it, ladies, any of you and any guy that knows you knows that there's the conversation you're having and there's the 15 others or so that are happening in your head at the same time. So, um, you know, for those of us that know, we understand and that's okay. Um, you know, so while you're encouraging a friend and telling her how great she is, you're also telling yourself about what a failure you are, about all the things that you do wrong. It's just not true. You are amazing. The thing that you have learned to focus on that is your fault, or at least the thing that you take fault in yourself over, is so minuscule, it's so small, when it's compared against that unique brilliance, that marvelous capability of you that shows up in the world. And so for this holiday season, today on Christmas Day, or if you're listening at another day and it's not Christmas Day, this is your time to have me be the voice of that best friend telling you how amazing you are. And for your mind to be calmed, quiet, and allow the positive to be the messages that are playing inside of you. All of the things that you've done right. All of the things that you do good. So let's think about it today at Christmas Day. What is the number one gift that you could give to yourself? A lot of us, a lot of times, you know, we think about gifts. And, and I know for me, I'm sure it's true for most of you that are, um, you know, that you're over the age of about eight. <laughs> um, it gets harder and harder, it seems sometimes, to really be unique as to what you want for Christmas. I'll tell you a funny story. So... I um I was texting my mom. I was trying to be tricky, um, you know, and and figure out something that I could get her for Christmas. Um, and so I was asking her, you know, hey, I'm looking at such and such for Kathy. Have you ever used one of those? And what I was trying to get in the answer was, no, I've never heard of that before. Or, oh yes, Aunt Darlene has one of those. It's amazing. I really love it. Um, you know, she came back with. No, I don't know what that is. Maybe if you uh, uh, went to Bed Bath & Beyond, somebody there could tell you if it works or not. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, um, do you have any, you know, because she worked for years at Walmart. I was like, do you have any familiarity with the online gift cards that Walmart does? And she came back and she was like, uh, well, no, but... Your uncle, he uh, he buys everything online, and so if you contacted him, he could explain to you how to do that. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's funny because what I was trying to do is make sure that before I sent her an online gift card, 
that she would understand what it was and be able to use it. Um, but she missed that part, uh, whatever, <laughs> and uh, and thought that I was still trying to just find some, figure out something for Kathy. I got Kathy some amazing things for Christmas. Um, I'm sure she'll brag about a lot of them. And, and uh, really, basically, the biggest problem, and I'll get back to that in a minute, uh, you know, is, is that if Kathy wants something, I want to get it for her. And we'll talk about the more of that uh, in detail here in a bit. But back to my mom, you know, so I was trying to be able to get my mom a gift. Um, and I finally just had to say to her, Mom, I was trying to be tricky and figure out something I could get you as a gift. So since that's not working, let me just ask you directly, what would you like for Christmas? And my mom's response, and the reason why this comes up at this point is because I think a lot of us do this to ourselves. Um, my mom's response was, all I really would like to see is for you boys to really be happy and healthy and have your, your bills paid. And I was like, you know, and I even replied back to her and I said, well, mom, that's kind of kind of out of my control, you know. Um, the, the things that God's doing in our particular lives right now, um, you know, I, I, I for sure can submit to his will in my life, but I can't really do that for my brothers. They, they would have to do that for themselves. Um, and at the end of the day, um, that's really not going to be a gift for you. I understand how much stress it would remove for you, but um, not necessarily anything that I can give to you because it's out of my control. Um, and I said, you know, is there anything that you would want? And she says, all I want is to know that you love me. <laughs> of course I do. I love my mom. And, um, and I understand where she came to where she's coming from. And I know that growing up, my mom, you know, I've talked before about the level of poverty we had as kids growing up, but it doesn't even touch the level that, um, that they grew up under. And so... Um, you know, somebody really loving and appreciating you was often Christmas. Um, to, to be able to speak and say, hey, I love you, uh, was a pretty big deal. Um, and I know, especially from her dad, um, in his later years, when he was able to express that he loved her, was perhaps one of literally the greatest gifts she ever got in her life. Um... But I think we all do that in varying degrees. You know, I think our mothers are, are probably experts at it. I think there was a training class maybe back in uh, school when, when you know, women her age were in school or something, I don't know, um, that taught them how to be able to uh, deflect and be like, all I need is your love. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think a lot of us have a tendency to be... I don't really need anything for Christmas. It's okay, you don't have to get me anything. Or or when we get something, rather than really appreciating it, we immediately have this flood of all the reasons why we're not worthy. You ever been there? Are you there today on Christmas? Did you get something amazing? Something incredible? And now you're struggling with whether or not you deserved it. So today, on this episode, today you are going to allow yourself to be worth it. 
that present you got that was awesome, you deserved it. Absolutely, 100% you did. Those dreams and goals that you have for life, you're worthy of those. You are amazing. You have a talent, a talent that nobody else can touch. It's so awesome when you show up in the world, when you share with the world your gifts. And so my gift to you is this episode for you to know you're amazing. You're incredible. You're so talented. And we're so glad to have you in the world. And as we go through this whole episode, I want to continuously come back to and remind you that you're worth it. You are more than enough. You are so incredible. You're so awesome. I want you to say that through the course of this first commercial. I want you to say you are enough. Look at yourself in the mirror and I want you to say to yourself you are enough. And to help you with that, my good friend Lakeisha Michelle, she did an intro for our radio network. And I'm going to play the song part of that for you right now so that going into this commercial break, you can understand that you are more than enough. And then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. Listen in and know that you are enough. More than enough. and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelp.com youthrive.com check us out and find out how you can be a best-selling author today welcome back to thriving entrepreneur 
This is Steve. Welcome back. Merry Christmas. Today is Christmas Day, and today we are celebrating the greatest gift inside of you, and that's you. Now, there is a greatest gift of all, and we all know that. You know, I believe very strongly that Jesus is the reason for the season, and I do hope that you're celebrating his birthday. I do really, really hope that whatever this holiday means to you, that it'll become ever so much more so. Um, you know, and as a third generation minister, um, you know, Christmas is one of those cornerstones, right? You know, it's something that any, all of us that have been raised in church, you know, we're acutely familiar with. And yet, I think we forget about the miracle that is Christmas and I think we forget about the why. And that's the saddest part of all, is we get so caught up in all of the stuff that we forget that the gift that came on Christmas Day, and yes, this is without getting into the technology, the technicalities of was Jesus actually born on December the 25th? But just the gift that we're celebrating, the potential that came into the world, the opportunity that came into the world, it was a gift that was given to all of us. But today isn't the day to think about these universal constructs. Today I want you to realize that it's a gift that was given to you. That you were given the gift and it was on purpose, with a direct purpose, because the gift that was given to you was so that you could be the gift given to the world. Now think about that one for a second. You know, you've heard phrases, you've heard Lisa Nichols and others say, you know, your story was never about you. Your message isn't meant for you. The things that you've gone through, great or horrible as they may have been, they happened to bring you to the place where you now are on the threshold of choice. And that is to say that you're right at the precipice of greatness. And if you jump, if you take the leap that is sharing your message with the world, giving of yourself, seeing that gift that is you, and then sharing it widely and freely with the world, that's when you're going to start really seeing some amazing things happen. But you have to have your eyes open to see it. You see, it becomes easy to look at the end of people's lives and then cr critique where we are currently with where they are currently without looking at all the things that they went through. You know, Oprah, I, I love Oprah. She's been so amazingly inspirational to so many of us. But when we look at Oprah's life now, and I've heard many people say, you know, I want to be the next Oprah. And hey, that's an amazing dream. I don't want to poo-poo that dream. I want to see that come true for you. 
But what we look at is where Oprah was at the end of 25 years of a show that revolutionized television and changed so many lives around the world. And we often forget that Oprah was fired from a television news station. That she was told she didn't look right, she didn't sound right, she didn't have the right enunciation and articulation to ever make it in television, and especially not in media, not in news media. And yet now, many of us have more that we've learned about the world around us and about the person inside of us from Oprah than we have from potentially all the other news people in our entire lives. I think for many of us that's true. And I'm not saying that we don't want to look at people like that and have that be our 20, 100 steps ahead of us. But we have to also realize that all that Oprah went through, all of the horrible parts of her life, they all came together to be the person that she is today, to make the impact that she made in the world. I remember, um, you know, it's been a couple of weeks ago, again, if you're listening live, that uh, the comic book writer Stan Lee passed away. And he lived an amazing life. He was like 95 or something like that when he passed. Um, But I remember hearing an interview. And I remember him talking about how frustrated he was with this job that he did. And how his wife encouraged him, before you quit, why don't you just write just one that is the way that you would do it? I wish we all had somebody like that in our life. I hope for this episode, for just today, I can give you the gift of that encouragement to just give it a try. To go out there and do that unique thing your way. Don't be somebody else. Don't copy somebody else, steal somebody else's stuff. But rather... Why don't you just once try doing it your way? You've got nothing to lose. If you're in that frustration point like he was, you can always still choose to walk away. But what if? What if you're able to revolutionize the world? Because you stepped out. Because you said what the heck. And you gave it a try. You can even say more uh, powerful, dynamic words than heck if you want to. The point is, give it a try. Step out. Take the leap. There is so much out there for you. You are so amazing. 
You are a gift. You've been given the gift of life. And that gift was never for you. It's always been meant to give and share to the world in the way that you're meant to. Some people are Billy Graham and some people are Billy Graham's mom. Somebody you've never met. Someone who's never spoken on stage. But yet Billy Graham would be the first one to tell you and has said publicly many times that he would never have been able to be the man he was to make the influence he did without his mom. And often I think we diminish the greatness of that impact that we have. So I want to do something for you right now. Hopefully the cobwebs of doubt that we all walk around with are clear enough for you right now that you can hear it. Because I want to be that voice that encourages you, go for it. I give you the gift of enough courage to just simply try. For some of you, I'll take it even further. I dare you to just try. To be you. To share you. There was an amazing gift that was given to the world. And even if you have absolutely no belief in God and Jesus and all the biblical things that I believe in, the gift is a gift that everyone of all faiths have impact their life. Retailers that aren't Christian at all have a completely different faith have totally different holidays. They benefit from this holiday season. Often finding that fourth quarter is their best sales of the year. It's a gift that came to the world that changed the whole world. And although none of us will have the dramatic impact that Jesus made when he was born. There is a dramatic impact that only you can make because there's never been anybody like you and there never will be again. There are people who will do similar things. There may be even people who when you look at what they do, it looks and feels like it's the same. But just because on the surface it is topically close or the same as what you feel like you're doing, the deeper you get into that message, the further you go in that story, what you realize is that all of us have something unique that we bring. And so first... We accept the gift that was given to us, the gift of life and of possibility with what to be done with that life. And we turn around 
And we re-gift it by taking all of our potential, all of our possibility, and giving it out to the world. For free, for charge, nobody's asking you to live in a box and not be able to pay your bills. You can't share your message with the world if you can't keep the lights on. I have no problem with you monetizing you being you. And the world doesn't either. Let's go back to Oprah. Oprah made a lot of money being the amazing woman she is. And I've never heard her make any apologies over the fact that she made some money in her career. The money that she made didn't in any way diminish the lives that she's affected and changed. And the money that you make by showing up and being you in the world isn't any kind of a problem either. Because you have to. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to share the gift that's inside of you with the world. And as you do that, the world becomes a better place. Each of us thrives just a little better because the person next to us did their part by just simply being the best version of themselves. They're giving you a gift by being their best and you can give back to them the gift of you being your best. And then regardless of what kind of job you work on a day-to-day -day basis, we find that all of us are living as thriving entrepreneurs. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this, what would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because... It serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Merry Christmas. I'm so excited to be able to share with you the gift that is you. I'm so glad you're here today. If it's not Christmas Day, I mean, you know, this went live on Christmas and, and it's cool if you're listening to it. But if you're listening to it in 2025 in May on some random day and you just happen to find this, I give you the gift of the knowledge that you're amazing. I want to be the voice in your head 
that says, just like you would say to your best friend, all of the things that are amazing about you, the accomplishments you've made. Now I want you to think back about this last year. It'd be real easy to make a list of, oh man, I wish I could do that over again, but that's not what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a look at this last year and I want you to write down all of your wins. Don't just think about them, write them down. So that the next time the darkness comes in, things are going down, whatever, you can go and you can look at that list. In 2018, here's a list of the things that went good this year. And I guarantee you that you're not gonna get everything. You're not gonna remember all the things. Unless you've kept a journal all year long and you've journaled in that book every single day, the good parts of that day, you missed. You missed some of them. I can guarantee you, you did. Because we're all such experts at accentuating the negative and eliminating the positive that, as my friend Ernie Villanueva says, we go around looking for fault like there's money in it. So for today, for your Christmas gift, I want you to write out that list. And I want you to celebrate you. I got a raise at work. I was kind to my children. I told my wife how beautiful she is. I told my husband how much I appreciate him. You see, it's those kind of things that you probably, if you started making the list already, probably didn't even think about. But sometimes those things are bigger impacts than any of the other huge things that we've done in our life. Today, I smiled at a cashier who looked like they were having a bad day. And I said to them, I hope you have a really Merry Christmas. I hope today's been a really great, and this today can be, from here on out, a really great day for you. Last week, we have a lady that comes in once a week and kind of helps uh, Kathy and I uh, put the house back in order. Um, you know, we're both so busy and, and neither of us is really good detail people. And she comes in and she does some cleaning for us. And uh, Debbie's an amazing lady. Um, she always shows up. Um, she's flexible for the times when, you know, like Kathy's gone over the weekend. And I'm like, you know, could you come on Sunday and make the house look really nice and clean so that when Kathy comes home on Monday, she has a nice clean house to come home to. And she'll do it. She's she's really great like that. Um, and last week, the week before Christmas, um, she said, I'm going to be about 20 or 30 minutes late. I'm picking up my dog from the vet. And her dog's okay. I want to just not bury the lead. The dog is fine. And I'm very glad for that. But, you know, she ended up the week before Christmas with a vet bill that was not something that they had budgeted for. And I love the fact that Kathy and I had already been talking about it. And we had decided to give her a little extra this Christmas. Um, and the look in her eyes, the look on her face, she was she was stunned when I gave her the, the couple hundred bucks. You know, because she makes like 40 bucks a week. She's only here for like an hour or two. 
Um, you know, we gave her a couple hundred bucks. Not big, not to get anything from it, but just to show her that we appreciated her. And she wrote me a text and she said, I can't begin to thank you how much or tell you how much that really means to me. It was a bad day for her and I hope that in that little way, I helped brighten it up. That maybe today on Christmas, they've got one more present under the tree or a lighter spirit because of the fact that we were able to help them, you know, and give them just, just such a little amount really in the scope of things. It's those kind of things that we do for people. I had told you earlier I was going to get back to, to Kathy and her Christmas present and stuff. You see, the thing about it is, is that, uh, you know, I heard Chris Rock say some, one time, you know, the secret to being a husband is you need a rubber stamp that says yes, and you should just go around saying yes to every single thing you possibly can. Yes, 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 yes. And I believe in that. I believed that before Chris came around and said that in his comedy routine. Um, you know, and so it makes Christmas a little interesting for us. You know, all the kids are grown and have lives and families of their own. You know, Maya and Jay will be, will be married here in a couple months. Um, and they're, you know, together. And today they're at Jay's mom's house and stuff. Um... You know, so it's a little different for us. And about a month, month-ish ago, maybe give or take a week, um, I was in a store. I was in a really basic store. It was like a Rite Aid pharmacy or something like that. And I walked by and I saw this display of slipper socks. Now, there's two kinds of slipper socks that Kathy likes. There's the ones that are really basic um, that she likes to wear like when she's napping or when she's sitting in her chair and gets cold. And then there's the bougier kind, if you will, they're still really cheap, <laughs> that have like the slip things on them. And she really likes those when she's padding around the house because, you know, they got a little grip, you know, they're, they're very nice and warm, but they also are, uh, you know, easy to walk around the house in. And um, this particular batch, they were like a dollar each. I mean, they were the really basic ones. I knew that she wouldn't be able to pat around the house a lot in them, but every time she was cold when she was taking a nap or got cold sitting in her chair, she could put them on. And so I grabbed... I don't know, I grabbed four or five pairs of them. You know, again, like I said, they were a dollar each. So don't, you know, send me Hubby of the Year Award because I spent five bucks, <laughs> you know. But uh, when I came out to the car, I said to her, I said, do I have to wait until Christmas to start giving you gifts? Because I never do. <laughs> you know, I mean, it could be June 2nd. Well, June would be a bad example because June is Kathy Miss. And I celebrate her and buy her presents all month long during June. But it could be, you know, April 3rd. And, um, you know, I could, I would buy her something just because I love doing those kind of things. Um, but, you know, it was getting close to Christmas. And, and, you know, and she's like, well, no, you can give stuff to me now. And so I gave her the socks and... And, um, you know, actually I've stopped a couple other times and bought a couple more pairs of them. And, you know, when we were buying stocking stuffers, I bought her a couple more to shove in her stocking, uh, you know, for this morning for Christmas Day. It's just those kind of things. And, and so it makes Christmas a little interesting for us now because we just like to get stuff for each other when we see it, when it's available, when we can, you know. Uh, we don't need to wait for Christmas Day to say I love you. And to give gifts. 
And so Kathy's gotten a really a lot of cool things, not the least of which is I finally got her the computer that I've been wanting to get for her for a couple of years. Um, you know, it's it's you know it's not like it's the most amazing computer in the world. Mine cost considerably more than what hers did, but it does have really good guts in it. You know, it's got a really good processor and lots of RAM and a good graphics card. And for those of you who are not techno geeks, you probably just want to sleep me explaining that. Um, you know, but I was able to get that for her so that she's now got a good computer on her desk again. Um, you know, because her other one was old and it was does what old computers did, you know. I mean, four or five years of computer life is like forever, you know. Um, and so it was cool. And even though it uh, even though it had gotten here a couple weeks ago, we actually set it up on Christmas Eve. And it was fun to watch her see her new computer. And there are things like that that we like to do for each other throughout the course of the whole year. I hope there's somebody in your life that you can spoil rotten and that does the same back to you. Because Christmas is the season to share your love. That starts with basic love for all mankind, you know. Going back to that sharing your message with the world is a great way of sharing that love. But I hope there's also somebody special. Somebody that you love with your whole heart and that loves you back, that you can share your life with. If you don't have that yet, then my Christmas wish for you is, is that you'll be at the place that you need to be, to be the person that that person you deserve would be attracted to. I'm not talking about physical attraction, but I'm talking about you know the more tangible kind of things. We've all done crazy things in our life, you know, when we were teenagers and young adults, and maybe even when we were older than we should have known better and still did crazy things. And that's okay. But when it comes to really connecting to somebody, we want to be the best version of ourselves because we want to give to that person somebody that's worthy of how amazing they are. And so I hope that you are becoming that person so that the person who is also becoming that person for you, you can be together with. Until then, uh, know that it's out there. And when you've found them, make sure that you take time today to tell them how wonderful you, that they are. You see, that's the gift that's inside of us. Our gifts are huge sometimes. You know, you might be the next Oprah Winfrey. You might have the ability to speak like Elisa Nichols. You may have a voice like Andre Bocelli. And it's just waiting to come out and be discovered. But in the meantime, the potentially more impactful and more tangible gift that's inside of you is a smile and a hug and telling somebody how amazing they are and giving to them the love that they need and being willing to accept a simple compliment. I know how hard that can be. I struggle with it myself sometimes. You know, people will tell me, oh, you did a really great job at that. And, and I find myself going, thank you, I appreciate that. You know, I, I struggle with it too. We all do. 
but to be able to give love and to receive love and encouragement. That's my Christmas gift to you. Be open to it. Because you're amazing. You're an incredible individual. The people that are in your life now, they know they're blessed to have you in your life. And they look forward to even more and greater things for you. Some of you have positive and encouraging parents that have always been for, there for you. Others of you, you either have found or you will find friends, elders, even people younger than you that are going to be that replacement family that you didn't, that you weren't born into because your existence was so important that you had to come through less than perfect people so that you could be here, so that you could make the impact that only you're going to make in this world. And because of that, you got to be able to choose and surround yourself with amazing people who I hope every day tell you how amazing you are. I hope by now that with as many times as I've told you how amazing you are, that it's soaking through just a little bit. That you're not looking at me like my mother-in-law used to look at me. It's really a very cute story. Um, you know, Kathy's mom lived with, with Kathy and I for the last couple of years of her life. But prior to that, she really fought. She really, really fought the independence, the needing to be dependent on someone. Um, and it was just her and things would come up and she was very shook after the passing of her husband. They had been together for 30 years and the last year they were together was, according to all things that she said, the best year they had ever had. And now he was gone and she was very alone. And she would come over to our house and she'd be sitting down at the table. This is before she moved in with us. Um, and she'd be talking to me. And I'd tell her, we're here for you. We're going to make sure that you're okay. We're going to take care of you. We've got you. That's what family does. And I remember the first time I said that to her. Because, you know, it wasn't one of those things I was trying to, you know, say to impress her. Or, you know, win points with her or anything. It just came out of my heart. And she looked at me <laughs> like I had grown an extra head right there in front of her. Um, you know, very uh, unsure and not really, not really sure if what I was saying was really true. Is this just my daughter's husband trying to score points with me? There can't really be somebody who really just thinks that way and loves me unconditionally just because. I'm not sure if she ever experienced that in her life. I mean, I know she got it from Kathy, but, you know, from somebody that wasn't her daughter or her mom or her dad. And I was privileged to be able to spend those last couple of years of her life just showing her love, maybe possibly in a way that she had never experienced before. 
I know that it helped. And I know even that by the very end there, there were a few times when I could say to her that we were here for her and that we were going to help her and that she actually believed it. That she didn't look at me like I had two heads <laughs> and wonder when was the next shoe going to drop or what angle was I going after. But just simply accept the love and know that she was loved and that she too was enough. And then we are glad that we could do a little for her to help her in the last days of her life. Those are the kind of gifts that we have inside of us and that we have given to us. We just have to be willing to receive it and then live it out. Receive the love, the gift of love from others and be willing to give the gift of yourself to others. That's really what life's about. There are so many things that you could do. But at the end of the day, the best thing that you can do is to really share your love with the world. Share yourself. Give away love. You know, the, the greatest part about love is, is that it's the only thing I know of that you can give all of it that you think you'd ever have away and not be down even one drop of the amount of it that you have to be able to give away. And as we share our love with the people that we have in our lives, as well as the people we come in contact with, we make our world a better place. Now, how does that sound to you for a way to really, truly live and be a thriving entrepreneur? We're going to take our last commercial break, and then we'll be right back for the end of Thriving Entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelp.com. Youthrive.com. Check us out and find out how you can be a best selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Merry Christmas, y'all. This has been the Christmas episode of Thriving Entrepreneur. You know, honestly, when I started in this, I wasn't totally sure what I was going to say either, other than that, um, you know, you're amazing. You have a purpose in the world, and you need to share that message with the world. I knew that part of it. I knew that I wanted to stand in the gap here for you. 
during this episode and let you know that you're enough, that you're more than enough, and that you have a purpose, a gift, a message that you can share with the world, and that by doing it, you make the world a better place. And you do. You make the world a better place. And I dig being part of your life, part of your world, and helping you be able to see inside of you enough to know that that's true. I really do hope that you have had and will continue to have an amazing Christmas. That whatever faith you have, whatever you celebrate on Christmas Day, or don't celebrate on Christmas Day, that the day will be amazing for you. That you will find yourself dreaming, living, scheming, believing, soaring to greater heights than you ever knew possible to be able to be the best version of yourself. You know, a couple weeks ago, I shared the story of the baby eagle learning how to fly. But there's another part to the eagle's life. Eagles get to the place where their talons can no longer grip things and their beaks become crusted over and they can't chew anything. And they're alive, but in a way they're living dead because they can't eat. They can't take care of themselves. And some eagles choose to not go on and they die. But a lot of them go through this metamorphosis that's so incredible. I can't even believe it. The first time I heard about it, I broke down and cried. And I can't promise you that I won't while I'm telling you about it. But the eagle has to tear its talons out one at a time in excruciating pain. And it has to smash its beak against the rock until its beak has completely fallen off. It's an incredible amount of pain. Imagine ripping your fingers out and knocking your nose up against a wall until it falls off. But then new talons grow in and a new beak grows in. And the elder eagles that have gone through this transformation are the most powerful, the most majestic, the best hunters with the sharpest claws and the best vision and the the beak that can bite through the toughest of meats. They become the best, the highest quality eagle because they went through the transformation that came with a lot of pain to be able to be the best version of themselves. And so everything that you've been through, hopefully nothing as excruciating as knocking your beak off and ripping your talons out. But at whatever level the transformation you've been through has been, I hope and pray that now you can be 
the majestic soaring eagle, that you can take the gift that's been given to you, life, love, and the talents that are inside of you, and that you can and will now share those with the world. Yes, Kathy and I are going to encourage you to write a book, to put it down, to make the difference that only you can make. But one way or another, I encourage you. There's only one you, and only you can share your message with the world. Please do. Please give all of yourself to be the best version of yourself to go out there and make the world a better place because you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose. No one else can fulfill that purpose, only you. And the world needs you. We're so excited anytime you allow us to help you share that message with the world. Kathy and I want to see you live as a thriving entrepreneur. We want for you to look back at the end of today and say, you know, this was the merriest Christmas I've ever had. I want you to know you are an incredible gift. You are amazing. I hope throughout the course of this episode, you have been able to see yourself the way that I see you. With all of your flaws, you're so talented. You're so incredible. You've got so much to give. And now is the time to break out, to rip out those talons and tear off that beak and finish the transformation into the majestic creature that you always have been to receive the gift and then give the gifts that are inside you to the world so that you can live as a thriving entrepreneur. Until next time, have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to WeHelp.com 
youthrive.com. Check us out and find out how you can be a best-selling author today.